going on? Happy Tuesday. It's the Pete Callender Show. I'm the Pete of the show. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110. The email is Pete at the Show. Um, but hold your calls because uh, I want to welcome to the program uh, a fellow named Brian Echevarria. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I'm not sure. And you may have seen a video of him. Uh, it went viral. I'm biracial. I'm bilingual. I'm multicultural. The fact is, in America, in North Carolina, I can do anything I want, and I teach that to my children. And the person who tells my little pecan-colored kids that they're somehow oppressed based on the color of their skin would be absolutely wrong and absolutely at war with me. And I think that's the same for every parent. What the mask showed us is that the parents, the most powerful group of people in our country, that they're taking back the wheel. Brian, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Pete. How are you? I'm doing well. Did I even come close on pronouncing your last name correctly? You were actually pretty close. Okay. Echeveria. Echeveria. Okay. Um, And so you're in Cabarrus County, is that correct? Because you were at the Cabarrus County School Board uh, meeting when you made those comments. I'm right here in Cabarrus County. I live in Harrisburg, North Carolina. So why did you go down there to that school board meeting? Because, uh, well, I, I do want to ask you about your run, because you are running for a state house seat, right? Um, and yes, so, yeah, why go to the school board meeting? I went to a couple of school board meetings, and at this one, you know, what happens with things like the mask mandates is everything else kind of gets lost in the wash. Mm. And what ends up occurring is we look up, we forget about these important things or things that were once important to us, and then they pop right back up on us, and we're not gonna we're not gonna let that happen. I mean, we don't have time to experiment on children. So, and that's and that's where we stand. Yeah. So, what uh, was there something in particular about that meeting that prompted? Or were they debating masks or something? Was there a mask policy that they were getting ready to lift or change or something like that? Or uh, was it CRT related? The they were they were finishing up the mask mandates and and. Uh, and, you know, uh, a great group of parents, one of them named Kenny, Kenny Wharton, he went down there and he worked with the board on these mask issues for a while. And so as this comes to an end, obviously you have uh, the midterms coming up. So now the science is showing that the mask can be lifted. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it's so, purely coincidental, I'm sure. It's, it's just a big coincidence. And so we go up and I'm the 25th speaker and I'm there as a parent and I'm just, hey, you know what, let's, let's get back to the issues that are important to us since the big mask distraction is over. Right. So uh, you decided you want to run for elected office. Is this your first run for any public office? This is my first run for any public office. Um, I actually decided, we announced in January, mm-hmm. on January 4th, and we decided just a few weeks before that that this is something that was important for me to do. And CRT was one of the reasons, because there's this idea that only white people are against CRT. But I know a slew of minorities who understand exactly what this is and how vicious it is and how, and how unempowering it is for our children to somehow believe that they're less than based on what has already happened. Yeah, explain that. Why do you think that that's the message that they're trying to promote to your kids? Well, if you consider like this, I mean, all of our families, okay? You know, my grandparents, they aren't perfect people. Your grandparents aren't perfect people. How many times are we going to rehearse that great-grandpa was a drunkard? How many times do we have to talk about that before we say, but he loves us and we're moving forward in life and our family is great? 
And that's basically what they're doing. They're saying, hey, America doesn't have these opportunities because look what America has done. Look at the ills that America has committed. And I'm not claiming that America has a perfect history. Mm-hmm. Wherever you find humans, you find imperfection. But I am claiming that America is the greatest place on earth if you're a minority. And that the upward mobility here for anyone is now on equal footing. The opportunity gap has closed. And we're in the first, we're, we're, we're literally in the first generation in any nation on earth where everyone has the same opportunity. Well, and I find it to be somewhat disempowering to tell people that, uh, the reason why you cannot be successful is somebody else. And I'm not going to tell you who that person is. You're just going to have to figure out who they are, I guess, right? It's just somebody uh, yeah, yeah. out there. And so it, it, it kind of bakes right into the cake um, it does. A, a, an attitude that uh, I'm being held back by somebody and I can't, I can't do anything about that. I'm relying on somebody else, essentially, to come save me. It's not an empowering message. No, it's not. And I've never met a parent white, black, it doesn't matter, who doesn't believe that their young child is amazing and want to see their potential maximized and believe that they have a brighter future and are going to have better opportunities than they themselves have had. Now, you have not mentioned your website, which if you have a campaign manager, they're going to yell at you about because we <laughs> you're supposed to try to work that in uh, as, as often as possible. I forget that kind of stuff because I'm just passionate on the issue, but my website, thank you, Pete, is brianecheveria.com, brianecheveria.com. And and anyone who's listening, you know, we need your support. I've been attacked, uh, and and that's fine, but we need volunteers. We need donations. We need like-minded people to spread this message that our children are able and America is the best place for them to flourish. So this is District 73. Is it still District 73? I haven't checked. Is, or has that changed uh, within the last 24 hours? Yeah. As of now, it's the new 73. Okay. The new 73, which is here in Cabarrus County. So let's go over some of, uh, some of your stances. Let's look at, uh, for example, the uh, uh, tax level in North Carolina. You are a Republican running as a Republican. And so uh, I assume you're cool with what the GOP has been able to do on tax reform. Um, I'm grateful but I don't know if I say I'm cool. I think that, that, well, as a financial advisor, what I understand is if you extract 10%, 11% of my income on state and local taxes, which is about the, uh, the amount of someone's income that if they make 100 to 150,000 as a household, they're losing 11% of their income to state and local taxes. That's including property taxes, gas taxes, everything else. And I understand that impact literally prevents a lot of families from paying for their child's education, their daughter's wedding, or, or planning properly for retirement. So I think we need to get taxes as low as possible. We have to, we have to run a government, but taxes need to be as low as possible so that families can flourish. What's a, or so are, you, are you talking about like elimination of state income taxes? I would like to eliminate the state income tax. And there are, there are literally, uh, depending on how you look at it, nine or 11 states. Not all of them have a massive tourism industry, and not all of them have natural resources like oil. And they've still been able to eliminate the state income tax. And I think we need to have a plan to get that done in North Carolina. Uh, Second Amendment stuff. What of, uh, what of the, uh, the current system of concealed carry permitting and uh, pistol purchase permitting? Where, uh, what's your take on that? 
Um, I myself am a concealed carry permit holder. I'm, I, I'm carrying right now. I used to teach the class in North Carolina for people to get their concealed carry permit. I think that, number one, you, if you can buy a gun, you shouldn't need a permit to carry it. <laughs> so if you can legally own one, you should be able to legally carry one. So I believe in constitutional carry, okay? We should, we should be able to walk around with the guns that we have legally purchased. I don't believe that there should be obstacles erected by the government for people to exercise their Second Amendment rights. Gotcha. Uh, BrianEchevarria.com, that's the website, E-C-H-E-V-A-R-R-I-A, BrianEchevarria.com, or Echevarria. Uh, And Mm -hmm. uh, uh, appreciate you making some time for us, and uh, good job on the speech. Uh, It's kind of weird, I guess, probably seeing yourself on video all over the place and now, yeah, me, media people now. So how, uh, who have you, uh, who have you done interviews with at like a media national level? Anybody at this point? Uh, I'm super grateful, man. I've had the opportunity to be on the, uh, uh, on with Laura Ingram, yeah. with Harris Faulkner, yeah. Vudo, and I'll actually be with Megan Kelly tomorrow. Oh, great. Well, good for yeah. you. Uh, I, I enjoyed watching the speech. Thanks so much. Best of luck on the campaign trail. We'll have you back. Great, Pete. We're taking back the wheel. Talk to you later. All right. Take uh, take it easy, sir. That's Brian Echevarria running for the, uh, what is right now called the new 73 House District <laughs> General Assembly.